Hey you guys, just a little pregame talk with my homegirl TF. You're just tuning in. This is the Window Seat Station. Thank you all for being here. We are going to get into episode number seven. And I know I've named it Lions, Panthers, and Blazers. So before I get into what the fuck that's about, I want to thank you all for being here. For listeners near, far, and in between. As I said, I appreciate, y'all for, appreciate you all for being here. You didn't have to be here. But you are, and appreciate the hell out of it. So, you know what time it is. Put the kids to bed, get your after five indulgement, and let's get into this episode. But before we do that, you're going to enjoy the music on these frequencies. And then we're going to get into the episode. And I have a guest today, because you guys don't want to share your window seats. I have to go get one. And it's my best friend, Tia. She is like awesome, awesome. You guys get to know her when we come back from break. All right, get saucy. See you soon. Oh, you guys, my bad. The app closed on me. Hey, you all. So we're back from break. As I stated, you're at the window seat, and I'm Abracadabra, the MC and the creator of the window seat. If you have not guessed that by now or know that by now, we're in episode seven, and it is called Lions, Panthers, and Blazers. But before I get into all that jazz, I want to thank you all for being here once again. It's 8.30 Central Standard Time, Chicago, Illinois, where the window seat is located. And thank you all for listening, all the listeners near and far and in between. So, I also want to let you all know I have a guest. It's my best friend, Tia. Tia, say hi to people. Hi to people. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So Tia is where I have like a lot of my my talks <laughs> besides <laughs> like bouncing ideas off my coworkers. Um, I also like literally picked Tia's brain sometimes in conversations and it ends up being sometimes the episode. Yeah. So yeah. And this, vice versa. And vice versa. That's how friendship works. <laughs> um so yeah tia as i would do with all my guests that come on tia started off as a co-worker and if you have my instagram page and on me on facebook she's the girl with the big really curly hair and all pretty and whatnot and i'm always like traveling around the world with her so that's tia you all she's awesome sauce all in the same light thank you yeah, so co-workers can turn friends just the Absolutely. right one just Absolutely. the right one Yes. So I brought Tia on because episode seven, as I stated, um, the title is Lions, Panthers, and Bears. I mean, Lions, Panthers, and Bears. Lions, Panthers, and Blazers because that is every mascot of every high school I attended. Lions Township, woo woo, props to Proviso West High School. Yes, props to And last but not least, Trinity, which I am our model too. My jersey is retired. Is that the all-girls school? That is all-girls oh. school. Yeah. Thank my dad for that one. <laughs> Definitely. And Tia, what is your... Uh, Spartans. Spartans. I went to Romeoville. Went to Romeoville. So all you Romeoville people out there, you have a representative on the show, and you have to get a crack for laughing. And... So, basically, I brought Tia on because she's one of, like I said, she's an inspirational friend in my life. And about bounce ideas off of her, and she usually has some good motherfucking shit to come back with, like, all the time. It's just, like, one point. You know that friend that just tells you the shit that you need to hear, regardless? And she could be reading me, too, and I'd be like, damn, this shit is inspirational. Damn. 
<laughs> like she's just that as a matter of fact type person so i was like uh i actually just asked her today i'm like tia would you be a guest on my show it's about high school days basically so if you notice like i said every um mascot was the name of the episode lions panthers and blazers so we're going to reminisce about our high school days and give you all some tips, you freshmen out there, because this is about that time when all the kiddos are going back to school. And we've been there. And I picked this topic because it's inspiration to uh, a family member of mine. And um, just her experience was inspiring. And I wanted to give you all some tips just as you all journey through this um, thing we call life in high school. Cause that shit is like real deal. And if your parents know that you're gonna go through this shit too, ain't no way of getting around this. Whether you homeschool or, homeschool or not, like we might as well call this like the rites of passage episode cause everybody go through this, but you're about to get it from the female perspective. And maybe we can throw in some things that we've heard from our male friends and yeah. Yeah, there will be no breaks in this one. We just want to jar this one out, y'all. So get you out the five indulgement. Like I said, drink it, sip it, other stuff it, but don't be getting it in. I know it's hump day, and I wish you all very much enthusiasm. If you, whatever, just don't be listening to my shit while you getting in. Like I said, that's weird. Weird as shit, yo. Like, if I'm an inspiration for somebody getting a nut. Well, when I put it that way, it sounds very well. It sounds very awesome. Like, I'm the inspiration for... You are crazy. Why most people are going to be born. Like, <laughs> next two to three. So I'm like... I was about to say R. Kelly, but that's not a good example. Uh, <laughs> I'm like the Isley Brothers in this bitch. This is like the Love Making Podcast. This episode. Okay, so... High school... Since I am a lady, I will let Tia go first. Lady for lady, your experience. What reminiscing, I guess, let's say, um, what are some, what are some things about high school that, I guess we'll go with the category of, I should have known, but now I know. I should have known to try harder. Yeah, that's deep. And now I know. And what would be like one of the things that you probably would have tried harder in? Just like with school, like I would have cared more. I would have actually went to class, you know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like it's not all about being cute or looking cool, like, you gotta focus and get them grades up and, you know, do something, yeah. you know, like, dropping out ain't cool, like, people who drop out, it's kind of devastating a little bit, you know, like, you miss the whole experience, right, you know, and then what, you know, I mean, you can get your GED, but, and, and still be great, like, I'm not knocking that at all, but it's like, just finish school and do good and it'll take you far. Yeah. And even for those that are homeschooled, like you're gonna have some social life in between. So all these lessons, 
apply. Like they're yeah. universal. I believe that's a universal one. Yeah. So if let's say um, let's reminisce on. Let me give you another topic. Best fucking epic moment ever in high school that you had. Pick like two. Like one that if you had to talk to a young person, you'd be like, you need to do this or just let it happen. And we're not talking about sex, y'all. We'll get into that later. But we just talked about like um, you accidentally, I don't know, you accidentally tried out for a fucking sport that you didn't think you was on. And he was like, I'm just going to roll with this shit. Let's see what happens. And you end up being like epic as fuck. Well, that's I, just an example you are. I joined the the track team. I mean, I wasn't good at all. Like, I wasn't the state champ or, you know, I didn't win conference or anything like right. that. But I did it for, like, the camaraderie and just to kind of stay active, you know. Um, but I ended up doing it all four years. And then I joined tennis for, like, two weeks, and I hated it. I what? hated it. And did you do any, like, student cancel or anything like no. that? Like, I wish I would have did shit like that. Like, been on the yearbook. You know, I got the senior superlative for class clown. Are you- <laughs> <laughs> I did. I was so shocked. I was sitting in class. They were like, they want you in the dean's office. So when I went there, um, I was like, oh, my God, what did, what did I do now, mm-hmm. you know? And they were like, you're in the yearbook as the class clown. What? <laughs> <laughs> did you like, feel like offended? I was or like, he was like, really? Me? Like, I was like, you know what? I, I am really goofy. So, I mean, I could see that, you know. But I thought that was funny. That that threw me for a loop. Hell <laughs> no. Like, Tia is everybody in the Netflix uh, movie, Stranger Things. Like, you embody every personality. What? I haven't watched awesome. that. Is that good? It's so good. Like, the the adventurer, the the class clown, the bitch that will fuck you up if you get <laughs> fucked up. Uh, the analytical one. Like, every character you embody, like, is awesome. That's how I picture you. Like, adventurous, fearless. And just oh, will go into the unknown and be like, I got this. I'm cool. See? And it probably was catalyzed in high school. Like, that seed. So that's what we're talking about high school days. They're very important to grow. They are. Um, I mean, I get the whole middle school stuff. But high school is like, I feel like a lot of people either make it or break it. Yeah, right there. Like, right at the end. Right there. You know. It's like you get lost. Or you don't get lost. And right. if you do get lost, you're going to be panicked. You can play catch up. But it's, it's yeah. So we had um, a most epic moment. And what was the other one? If you... Uh, yeah. You joined in a sports team or something. Yeah. Yeah. So And then what was your what most... What was your most epic moment? My most epic moment in high school... Uh, I would actually have to say changing schools. Like, even then, back then, <laughs> go ahead. Even back then, I. Uh, T has to cough, you guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
I cannot not talk to you. Okay, so my most epic moment in high school would have to be um, changing schools for the simple fact that, like I said, even back then, I knew I wanted to be amongst different people. I wanted to learn about different people, although it was scary as shit. Uh, it was just the... I don't know. I guess the curiosity of seeing how people, how different people thought and operated, you know. So, just I did that from an early age on, like different middle schools, different junior highs. So, and my dad was the one who steered that. Like I told you, he changed me in schools so I know how, you know, how it was to be around different people, and that was probably my best asset in high school. Because I'm like, I wasn't surprised by anything. I wasn't caught off guard by anything. Except, like, categories that we all go through. Like, getting your heart broken. Uh, and all that other other jazz in high school. Um, what was your most devastating moment in high school? Like... Excuse me. I have a cold. <laughs> You're right. Um, my most devastating... Hmm. When my dog died, for sure. Um, if you guys know me, you know Fluff. <laughs> I haven't got this dog. For like 18 years. It was crazy. Maybe, no, 15 years. And he passed away, and that was like heart-wrenching, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was my most devastating. <laughs> I wish I had that one. <laughs> No. No, what? I mean because my most the worst thing ever. My uh, no. I mean yeah, with, okay. yeah, that's dealing with death. I can't I okay, I can't fuck with that. You're you're like baby, you're puppy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I dig that one. It's terrible. I dig that one. I, what was yours? Mine would be Okay, so like when you're really talented at something right and you have a talent for something and you your talents get you at a level that maybe some of your friends can't be at and having to one not be around people you're cool with but at the same time operate on that level and because basketball and everything was my life devastating was not being able to play with friends I knew were basketball players and because nobody thought that they could be on the level that my team, the team that I was on was and having to deal with people that necessarily didn't understand me, didn't vibe with me, too way older than me because since I played basketball, I've always been with older girls and not having, you you weird with them and then when you get back to your friends because you've learned all this stuff just by being around these girls you're weird with your friends so you're in this awkward space and it's just it's kind of and on top of being in high school and learning and trying to figure out who the fuck you are and going through these you know tedious catty clicks and things that normal high school goes through it's just like, damn, you kind of feel like, like, where do I fit in? And then on top of me yeah. moving around school, so. I mean, you definitely, you know. Right. Go through stuff in high school and try to learn how to deal with life and get your heart broken. And I, 
I don't know. I, I hated that in high school, you know? I really did. I don't even think I did. Well, I did date in high school, but not that serious. Like, Spalding was my boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? So, I saw girls getting their heart broken. I didn't understand it. And I'm like, why the fuck are you crying? I never want to go through that shit. You know what I'm saying? But as we evolve as women and men and human beings, we get boyfriends and girlfriends and shit starts to happen. Actually, shit starts to happen way earlier than that for some people. And it's just like, yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of shit goes down in high school. Um, and I did say, if I haven't said it before, I'm sorry, y'all. This is going to be a short episode. We're just reminiscing, really just shooting the shit with you all. I really, Like I said, I really got inspired with a conversation I had with a family member of mine. And I just want to give like a real perspective. Like, what just kind of us just really just talking like we would do. We were literally in the living room shooting the shit with each other. What did, I guess, how did high school change you? What were some of the stuff that stuck with you throughout the years as an adult here that came from high school that you like, shit, that would have never happened in high school? I wouldn't be the Tia I am today. Oh. I guess, like, Let me think about that for a minute. I'll go with it. I'll answer. You answer and then come back. Um, Hmm. What stuck out to me the most, there's two things. So coming from a two-family household, I experienced a lot of slack on being like, uh, I don't even know what they call it these days. I wouldn't be classified as a nerd, but like lame, I guess they would call it, or square. I got called lame. Right. I like... Right. I I like science and stuff right. like that. Like, or I, I actually paid attention and spent in French class right. and could speak right. it and was out, you know, on top of me being who I am in character, free spirit, which right. you definitely are. It was like I was extra fucking weird. And so it's just um, experiencing people who didn't come from families that had one, two parents or had parents that weren't engaging like my father was. Mm-hmm. Like, any one of my friends from high school, they know my dad, period. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no game, right. no practice, no nothing that he was not at. Yeah. So, seeing people's parents that weren't like that, it was kind of like, that stuck with me. Yeah. Because it... it you know, and this is real shit. It told me how to navigate with yeah. people. And even, like, certain situations we've talked about. Like, how, you know, I communicate and how I navigate. That I can't necessarily put that on somebody else. Because, um, because, um, oh, yeah, you did. Because they don't, they wasn't born that way. So, that's one thing that stuck out with me. Just being very observant of people. And uh, knowing how people operate, how different they are depending on what's in their environment. Uh, the second thing would be huh, how do I say this? 
without being very politically incorrect. You know what? Fuck it. Black people, we some racist motherfuckers when it comes to us. Like, I saw that a lot in fucking high school. And you know what? And I'm going to attest to that because this is my motherfucking window seat. And I've been to some schools and just, I know it's systematic. But at some point, you, just like me, you got to look at this shit and be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I've been to three different schools. All black, all white, all Italian, black and Hispanic. Hey, you name it, I've been to it. And I've never seen people more distracted than us. I've literally sat in classes and like French class, for example, did the homework, did my French accent because motherfuckers didn't know I had a semi-French Creole background, did the accent and would literally tease me in school like, why do you spit when you talk why do you pronounce the words like you do because motherfucker that's how it's supposed to be done what the fuck you mean you know what i'm saying i was sitting math class and people be having whole conversations about the nigga they about to fuck tonight at a test and i'm sitting there doing my shit no other school like i said i understand this is systematic but at some point, you literally have got to come up out the water and be like, yo, this shit is ghetto as fuck. You know, teachers didn't even want to fucking teach. I, I had to be put, I was already supposed to be in AP classes. But some classes, like, that were for everybody you had to be in. So, gym or the classes that you weren't qualified to be it they do that shit so don't fucking judge me i'm just telling you my truth but um yeah it was just it was the lack of pride it was the lack of being resourceful it was the lack of not being distracted by jordan's felines and coogee and whatever the fuck was out back then and literally getting the fucking shit you was supposed to get and moving the fuck on like I didn't understand how kids were having babies in high school. Like, when I got to West, I literally remember a girl telling me, a boy telling me, actually, don't drink the water, you'll get pregnant. Do you know I never drank water at Proviso West? Never. (laughs) Never, bitch. Never. I went hell no. But they was, like, enjoying the shit because it was like more motherfuckers was getting pregnant. I did not understand it. Never had seen that in my life. I've seen kids go on vacations that I couldn't afford in high school. I've seen kids getting to volleyball and AU that I couldn't afford in high school. My dad made that shit happen. Black boy magic. Black man magic. But not everybody is afforded to those opportunities. Yeah. And whatever hand you're dealt, it's like we just shit on it. Just be, I, I like, at this point, I'm like, is it just because? Mm-hmm. We've been so low at this frequency, we just, fuck it. Because I'm saying, if you don't say fuck it, do that shit 100%. Fuck this shit, don't even come. Go start your business and get a trade. Tabernacle. Bitch. Like, <laughs> so... We're dropping some gems on you, you know, high school people, students. And I also want to say this. If you're a parent and you have kids, because you, you're going to go through this shit, 
shit is going to happen. Kids are going to do the things that you don't want them to do. It's going down. Sex. Every part of that shit, because these kids are extra these days. Heartbreak. Fighting. Killing. Drugs. All, and I mean, when I say drugs, you might as well encompass every fucking thing, including your fucking cleaner that you clean the fucking house with. <laughs> um, financial loss, growing up too fast. People, high intelligence and people calling them HDD or retarded. Or if I had to be politically correct, mentally challenged. And it's just like they're going to go through this. So when your kids come to you and they got stuff they want to get off their chest, you got to sit there and bite that bullet. Because how hypocritical can you be? You went through this. You needed somebody to talk to, right? What's your take on that, T? I think it's important to have somebody to talk to and not like your friends because they're stupid too. (laughs) Um. That was, like, one of the worst things I could have did was, like, listen to others, you know, girls that didn't know anything, you know. But I'm just grateful that I had someone to talk to because it makes a world of difference, you know, on the decisions that you make and um, I don't know how you, I don't know. It really does. It's just good to have somebody with wisdom to talk to about things so you don't feel as lost, you know. So, sometimes you, that person you can trust and, you know, someone that doesn't judge you and, I don't know. Yeah. I I agree. Because, like, I know we all had questions. We all have fucking questions. Like, even the questions you were embarrassed about. I would just, like, go on the internet. Right. You know? And that's that's really where everyone gets their information from now. Like, no one goes and, hey, mom, what is this, this? You know, you just Google it. Right. And I know it's like, and getting on parents, like, I know some of us have parents that just, they not trying to hear this shit at all. Let me tell you something. Very wrong thing to do. I mean, I know we still have, not we, as in me, I don't have kids, but I know you guys still have to be their parents. But if you can, you need to introduce them to somebody. You know how to introduce your kid to somebody in a clever fucking way that they kind of just bump into them, that they can, it can be a family member. Like with my, one of my older cousins, I was core horse to take her under my wing. Like not in a sense I was like forced to do, it was kind of like. You should really talk to your little cousin. Like, everybody kept telling me, yeah, you should really talk to her. 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 And I'm like, shit, maybe I need to talk to her. And giving her that platform just to be open. And I was like, shit, like, I wasn't ready for it. I damn sure know her mom and dad wasn't ready for which the question she had. So to have somebody come to her, and this was the first one, first cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, just to have her be able to come to somebody just to literally just be like, okay, look, I pooped a bigger booger out my nose. He said he wanted to eat it. Like some weird (laughs) shit like that. Like just come and talk to me. She was cool with it, you know, 
And then some shit happened, I had to whip her ass. But, <laughs> but yeah, like, you need that. I had, I fortunately had, um, my, my, my dad's girlfriend, Erica, like, she'll smoke a pack of cigarettes in a motherfucking conversation when it came to me, but she would listen to me. Yeah. And the technique she did with me, I do with my little, my little cousins or little, um, family members, younger, little, I met younger cousins and siblings or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm not judgmental. I ask questions. How did it feel? What did you think about it? Why did you do it? Would you do it again? Is it something you think you want to do for a long time? And why? Is it your choice or were you kind of like going off somebody else's decision? And this all goes into the last episode we just had, which was the law of attraction, law of creation, and law of allowing. You're teaching them these universal laws that they have to abide by. Because they have to understand that what they think about themselves and other people affects their world and then the bigger world at large. Mason, do you have anything to say on that one? Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, so kids or young ones, things that you should not do in high school. I'm going to get real ratchet. Tia's classy. Classic. Grace Poise. So she's going to keep it 100, but... PJ for you all. Do not sext in fucking high school. Don't send no fucking naked pictures. Not only is it illegal, like, motherfuckers ain't true. They will send that shit that you'll be Googling yourself forever. Do you understand? So I'm gonna go one and then you're gonna go one, then I'm gonna go one. Okay. Um things you don't do. Things you should never fucking do in high school. Real shit, so. Good, bad, whatever. Things you should never do. Uh, don't get pregnant. If you motherfuckers are not hitting the clap button on this, you need to. Which means, do not go in raw. Do not let him go in raw. If you don't know about plan B, close your motherfucking legs. If you don't know about plan A, which is not having sex at all, close your motherfucking eggs. Um, what else? That in- also includes everything from oral to whatever the fuck y'all do these days. That's just unfucking constitutional. Um, and if you, I know shit's gonna happen because we've all been there, done that. If you don't do this, parents, you may get mad at me for this, but this is real shit. If this is going to go down, and you know, think back to when you were, I guess, what is this shit started? Nine? How young what? do you start thinking about, like, your... Not nine. Dang. I mean, they out here these days. I don't... going to say nine for the simple fact that you motherfuckers are millennials. Maybe even six. No. Word, dude. That no. Musical.ly chat room... Them kids be talking about some shit. What? Yes. Like shit that... They have a chat room? Yes. They have absent... Girl, these kids be talking about some shit. Like shit that I didn't get hip to till I was at least 22. That's terrible. My dude. Oh or my... Goodness. I want to say my nigga. My homie. Six. Six, what? my dude. Six. 
I don't mean frightening y'all, but I need to just let you know as parents, don't be that parent be like, oh, my kid's never going to do. You can teach them to the best of your ability. It's not what you teach them. And I'm not saying don't ever let them have friends, but real talk, when they get to school, unless they be in homeschool, they're kind of out of your hands. They're going to encounter people in the world. That's just life. And that's where a lot of some of our education comes from, like... Whose advice are you taking about the most important shit you can't talk to your parents about? Which is literally a lot of important shit in life. Yeah. Your friends. They give you advice, where they getting it from? Right. And we don't need to listen to them. Right. It's like being in a ditch with somebody that never got out. And both of you all are trying to get out. How can you ask somebody, hey, how you get out this ditch? They don't know because they right there with you. Oh. Yeah. So, no sexting, texting, no having sex unless you know what you're doing. And parents, if they do this, allow them the comfortability to come and talk to you about it on, like, a real conversation shit. Like, don't push them away. Even when it comes to, I guess, oh, your turn, because I already went, your turn. I wouldn't say don't get pregnant. Oh, don't get pregnant. Oh, drugs. When it comes to drugs... As I said, flashback to when you were. I know I smoked weed. I know I did. What else? I drank. Um, what else did I do? Did I do anything else? I don't think I did. I think that was the extent of my experimental shit. <laughs> I know other friends have tried other shit like Adderall. When I this shit is out there, y'all. Don't think your kid is bulletproof to it because you taught them like. The eight wonders of the fucking world. It doesn't happen like that. Um, yeah. My theory, and I've talked to Tia about this on numerous times, count. My kid wants to, if, when, and I have a child, when they smoke any drug they want to do, we doing that shit together. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I'm serious. You smoke did you weed. See, did you see that lady today who went to jail? Remember oh that yeah, the thing yeah. I showed you where she was giving toddlers. No, nah, like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, fuck no, that. I know that, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, this that's world, fucking too soon. Don't be doing that this shit. This world is crazy. This like, world is crazy. Like, who does that? And that's why I don't want my kid out there going to experiment with other motherfucking people. I think that I don't know. I would. I, would I mean, my be, kid in like private school or homeschool because <laughs> I, I cannot. So, what's your perspective on that way? Like I said, I would allow. I want my kids experience it with me. How would you Low take battery. that? Oh shit. Um, I wouldn't. I don't know. I wouldn't do that. But if what if your kid came to you and was like, "Mom, I want to try this." Because I don't even have kids. Um, I would just be like, why? You know? Who told you to? And I don't, I really don't know how I would handle that situation. I'm glad I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Not yet. Period. Not um, yet. <clears throat> but I don't know. I don't think my kid would come to me and say that. You know, like my kids are gonna fear me. Like, <laughs> 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 you 
for it. Don't let me know about it, okay? That's what you better not do. So I wanna fucking know because if I gotta wake up at three o'clock in the morning, which I've done with my dad before, and <clears throat> pray knock on the door and I just fall in the door because I'm busted, my nigga. Like he was like, "What the fuck? You come?" He's like, "You want to get this drunk?" You get drunk with your parents. You don't get drunk with motherfuckers you don't know that's just going to knock on the door and leave. He's like, what if somebody, what if I wasn't hit? And somebody could have just, you, a female out on the door just doing, he's like, see, first of all, you shouldn't be fucking with them bitches in the first place. Second of all, you don't drink motherfuckers that you don't, you know, they don't have your best interests at heart. And then when I thought that's what stuck with me, I'm like, shit. And another thing, like, you know, all your friends in high school, you're not going to be friends with them anymore. You know? <laughs> yeah. Drop them dimes. Sorry, guys, I get excited when she drops the gems and shit. You just, you're not. You're going to go down different paths. You're going to do different things. You're going to get too busy for each other, have families and whatnot, and work a lot or whatever you're doing, you know? Like, you might have one or two that you are still close with and will be friends to the end, but that big click you with right now, you know, is non-existent. It really is. When you get older. So it's like, I don't know, just be careful. And don't sweat the technique. Yeah. Everybody ain't your friend. And another one that I wish, this is that I wish I would have known, but I know now. Your good news is not everybody's good news. Yeah. Learned that big time in high school. Like, motherfuckers will hate on you and be in your face. Like, kiki Mm-hmm. And be fucking your man. Mm-hmm. That shit happens in high school a lot. Because everybody for everybody. Put that. I I think another don't do, don't fall in love in high school. Like, unless you know you, like, found your swan. And that's very rare. Don't fall in love in high school. Make everything experimental. Well, see, I don't know. I don't think you can control that, though. True. You know, like, you can't help who you fall for I guess but I don't know just um I don't know just don't get don't have kids (laughs) and um you know do what you gotta do yes and also read outside of school cause everything in them history books that shit is like not real. In what books? Like history books and oh yeah, read beyond English. Yeah, I failed history in high school because I just hated it. I never went to it, and it was just the the books were horrible. Like horrible. Like who lies? <laughs> Straight fucking lies. Like. I mean, can you imagine that? It's like, so you, if you're and like, I have me, to write an essay about this lie, like, no. Me and Tia probably have the same type of parents, like mm-hmm. those, yeah, tolerate a lot of bullshit. So that's kind of that is hard having to remember that shit over and over again, and yeah, write a paper about it, knowing that shit ain't real, right? And it's like, oh, we get one month, 
The fuck? I was all about slavery. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So that's why I would, you know, put my kid in like private school or homeschool because I want to control too. what they're being taught. Oh, like, I don't want them getting taught garbage. I'm absolutely with that. Oh, I would don't do. Okay, this is a do. Study abroad. Don't do. Do don't do not study abroad. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like experience that shit. I'm telling you, traveling is everything. You all, your friends and all whoever else and everybody is gonna be here when you get back. I'm telling you, like. Yeah, just do you. Yeah. Forget everybody. Like, just do It's going to be the same. People going to be doing the same shit when you get back. You ain't missing nothing. And I think that was another thing in high school. I felt like if I wasn't here or there at that party or like... Like you were missing out on something? Yeah, I was missing out on something. And basketball took up a lot of my stuff. So when I was like loose, I was not loose as in thotting, but I was loose. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I was spending night over my girl's house that I wasn't probably supposed to be at, but I didn't two shits. I was out. I didn't dribble, spalled in enough, and scored enough points and rebounds oh. to deserve this motherfucking vacation. Whatever vacation met at 16. <laughs> right. I remember um, there was this lady. Um, I had her ID. <laughs> I was like 17. My friend gave me her ID. She was like the manager at a Waffle House or something. And like, I would use her ID to get in the clubs downtown. <laughs> See, it was true as shit. I remember sneaking out of the house and going downtown to the clubs. And it was just crazy. That's I was like, times, though. I would just stay. Some, sometimes I would stay out all night. I wouldn't call. Yeah. Tell nobody where I was. I would just come home the next day, like, good morning. And, you know, I was bad. I, I did bad things, you know. Well, I remember you ever had to, like, stay out late and you just, like, fuck it. I'm just going to take that ass with Yeah. And, like, much. you would never rush home. Like, oh, well. And I was always on punishment. <laughs> like, I don't know how I did after what I did because I was like, Right. You know what? When you think about like the shit you did in high school, like how the fuck did? And then think about how you can't even get shit done now. You, I was Houdini in goddamn high school. You know what I'm saying? I was doing boy. I wanted to do my dad around. I'm like, I know what this little motherfucker did. <laughs> she thinks she owned. I, boy, I was doing some shit. I was. Which brings me back to the fact that your kids need to have somebody to talk to. Cause we be doing some shit, boy. Yeah, could prevent a lot of Man. mistakes. Man, I remember joy riding late at night and whatnot. But yeah, so I think we're gonna take leave for a minute. You good? For good? How long have we reminisced for? Oh yeah, it's about that time. Forty-two minutes. You all, this has been one. As I said, this episode is called Lions, Panthers, and Blazers. And I owe to you all, you little um, regrets going back to school. Freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors. And everything we apply also applies to college, but just on a grander scale, okay? Because y'all already fucking now, so. 
is just figure out who and what you want to be in life. I'm keeping it real with the window seat. I appreciate it. Hey, I have my guest, my best friend, T on. Thank you for being here, T. Sharing your window seat because you're epic as hell. So are you. Oh, you can catch her catching flights. (laughs) And hopefully I'll be passenger side. Yes, you all. And uh, yeah, it's been one. Good convo, T. Appreciate it. Good night. Good night, you all. This is what time is it? Oh yeah, I did not. Okay, so yeah, we're we're making good time. All right, this has been the Window Seat. I'm Africa Dabber, your MC and host, and you have a good evening. Stay safe, stay blessed, and stay black. Stay black. <laughs> stay black.